Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. Scientific breakthroughs. Unveilings. Spiritual revelations. The openings. That's fine. Mm. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. Oh, 13 oh, oh. indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crypt. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my bearings. Or perish. I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced, Ethiopian, inhaling Kush, blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush, standing on the middle line, no defining, swirling dervish, in between space and time, just a fix Tuesday, another news day, north, east, west, south, west, not here to confuse the day, just diffuse the way, uh, another tips and fix Tuesday. Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Yeah, that's like the day before creation. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you ain't know, I'm an original Kush site. So I'm gonna run it down like this. Yo, I went the field or a house nigga. I was a runaway. Put your gun away. What you trying to stun away until next Christmas? You'll get dismissed. I'm explicit and eclipse on the horizon. Stop despising your own righteousness. Nonsense bites your neck like Dracula. Trying to extract the very essence of your spectacular magnificence. We're here to make an imprint and impression. A difference to ourselves and our children. Some need to stop talking so much and listen. Got your windows down with the music so loud. And your head up so tall and proud. I-D-K-E-L-F was keeping me down. Turn the channel from then to now. Zero time. The lost is found. Remember them ways. Remember them days when we were kings and queens. Ain't nothing changed. It's still the same thing. The table's just been rearranged by strangers from the same grain. Take their names, then claim the land from hence we came in vain. What am I supposed to do when I'm told to go to school at five years old by my mom Dukes? Even though she ain't know that this education system was polluting my mind Maybe in time she rewind and find that in order for the seed to grow properly It needs enough water and sunlight See our reality is based on our environment And as it is our environment is toxic Chaotic is the chance for balance Can we stand up? I know it's a challenge But who's going to man up? Retained by whips and chains Release now on the mental plane. It ain't the same thing. Nah, uh-uh. It ain't the same thing. Yeah, expect nothing. Three seconds old. Some more water. Some fresh food. Call it a baptism. Some of that dirty clean shit. Keeping it right. A little purification. You know, three seconds old, expect nothing. Still with behind the ears. Just letting you know, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather be young and not know shit than be old and think I know everything. There's always space to learn. Three seconds old, expect nothing. Discussing is the metaphysical side of birth of a nation. 
in the description, I put birth of nation, but of course that's birth of a nation. I'll go back and edit that in a little bit. We're going to have a, a special guest come in tonight. We're going to ask him a few questions. It will be uh, none other than KT, the arts degree, the metaphysical guide of, of breaking down these these movies and, and whatnot for um that's been coming around. He did the the X Men movie and really brought to light, you know, with that information he he had uh, he brought. He he really shed some light on myself. He enlightened me on certain aspects of it. And you know, I've been studying that since uh I met the brother a couple of weeks ago at the at the Automobile Equinox event over in um over at Dr. Alimi in Cadaver's abode. And it was uh, it was a beautiful experience. All the brothers and sisters that came through really learned something from every from each and every one of us. We all learned something from each other. It was a collective um, collective uh, transformation of uh, and transference of, of of thoughts and, and ideas and, and everything. And next at the next event, you guys come on now. I'm trying to tell you, it's worth the while. We're going to be doing the same thing, just a little bit different, you know. Another day, but it's all in one. So he, he's coming in it's about eight o'clock, and I'm going to ask him a few questions that pertain to Breath um, of a Nation. It's, it's the last, it's the latest Afrocentric type of uh, film that's based on the life of Nat Turner. You know, Nat Turner was uh, the leader of a slave revolt back in the in the 1800s that um, sparked the a lot of animosity within, I guess you could say, the European or the, or the slave master type um, ordeal that was going on in, you know, slave to slave master, and it brought about the Willie Lynch and type things and all that. So I'm not going to go into the, the, that side of it too much, the, the politics of it. I'm going to, as far as the movie is concerned, we got to also recall what movies are as far as the word even movie, you know, we're, we're wordsmiths, so we like to break down these words somewhere, movie, meaning move the emotions. So somewhere within that that thought of moving emotions, emotions being energy, emotion, and also emotion comes from the Latin word, emotionless, which basically means um, something that stimulates or agitates the mind or soul. So it, movies have and the ability to stimulate and even agitate the mind and soul. That's the, by way of the emotion, the energy in motion. Remember, energy is basically, you can look at it in all different types of ways. It's, it's spirit, though. It's the, it's the way spirit travels into all things in the, in the physical format. You know, basically spirit creates mind, mind creates the body. So when the spirit or the intelligence that the energy is coming through, it develops our mind. You know, the mind is infinite in all aspects of spirit. And the body, the physical side of it, is the vehicle that actually holds the mind that is created by spirit or by the will of God, if you want to, you know what I'm saying, say it like that. But as the spirit or the intelligence flows down, which can also be interpreted as melanin, you know, because melanin is uh, dealing with the CNS or the central nervous system, you're dealing with melanocytes. Melanocytes are 
or basically is information that is transposed or is synthesized into the body by way of everything else, by way of the central nervous system. But the monocytes are attached to the central nervous system as well as uh, throughout the entirety of the body. You know what I'm saying? Basically, the whole makeup is uh, melanin. In, in China, Chinese, they call it chi. You know, in, in Hindu or uh, uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, Kundalini, Prana, you know, there's different ways to, that we, we name it in uh, this facet of uh, faith or Christianity. We call it spirit. But uh, all of it is all the same. It's just different words and titles that we may use as we participate with this energy in motion. All right, so as it flows or slows down, it flows into the physical reality as what we participate with with our senses. You know, so when we dealing with, when we participate with movies, it is something moving our emotions. So with this movie, Breath of a Nation, how is it moving our emotions? Is through by way of uh, different different ups and downs, but also through the spiritual side of it. That's what we're going to really look at tonight. I, I mean, I, I come from different angles as far as uh, health is concerned, and spiritual health is first and foremost. That's something we're lacking in in our melanated community, true spiritual health. You know, we, we participate with the spirit like it's something external. We forgot that it's, it's actually dwelling within us. So in, in doing so, I, I, I mean, I have today. To be honest, I just now saw the movie today. I'm not going to front. It was all like last minute. I talked to the brother yesterday, and I was, I was uh, I actually asked him if he wanted to be interviewed next week. But like, well, we can do it tomorrow. I was like, well, shoot. Okay, that's what's up. Let's do it tomorrow. You know, so I went and watched the movie today. I didn't get the last bit of it, like the last 15. But I think I know what happened. They got into the revolt where they was actually out there and they were shooting. And then uh, I think the little dude... His name was Isaiah. He actually he snitched on him and, and set up um, Nat Turner and all and everybody that was in his his clique that was out there on the boat. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that they went and started shooting. I, I had to walk out and, and go, go do some. I had to go take care of some um, business with my family at that moment. But um, so let's look at it like this. Let's look at. Before I even watch the movie, I'm I'm already on the level of like, okay, this this is the Hollywood right here, you know, Hollywood, the Holly Stick or whatever, this wand, these sorcerers, you know what I'm saying? What are they doing? You know, even though this is Nate Parker's movie and everything, you gotta look, you gotta remember Nate Parker, Nate Daniel Parker, Nate Daniel Turner, you know what I'm saying? So he has the same name. Nate Daniel means God gives. So at the beginning of the movie, the first scene, um, it's uh, it's like it's a, a right to birth, where it's the names naming ceremony, and the you call it the witch doctor or high priest, what not, the the, um, the hogan is is given Nate his name, and he says, uh, he says God has given him a gift, if I'm not mistaken, and he says, listen to this child, a prophet is born. If I'm not mistaken. And he also has qualification on it, it says three dots on his chest. You know what I'm saying? That's mind, body, soul. You know what I'm saying? One, two, three. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, overstanding, understanding, however one look at it. Yeah, that was, he has qualification on his chest going back into the ancestral rights or the, the rights of passage going through that whole transition. So from a child, he had a strong name. 
being a Daniel, God is. All right, so now I'm going back to what is the sorcery behind or what is the, the trickery, if it's any trickery, and then what is the metaphysical language that's being reintroduced. Remember, metaphysical language is the retransformation of words in order to open up different portals of thought. So even the birth, the, the name birth of a nation is almost an oxymoron because nation um, goes into the Latin word nasir. Nasir means to be born. So it's like birth of a birth. So birth of a birth. So there's two births in one. So that, I had to take it back. You know, so last year, and we're going to deal with current events. Last year, around the same time, was something called Shemita in the Kabbalistic terms. Shemita means uh, basically a release. It's a renewal. It's like letting go of all debts and everything that is owed to someone. But who owns Hollywood? The Jews. The Jews deal with the Judaistic esoteric Kabbalah. The Kabbalah is, is based on um, the, a tree, a tree of life. So last year was something called, at this, around this time, a hurricane called Hurricane Joaquin. In Spanish, it was Hurricane Joaquin or something like that, but when you get the derivation in Hebrew, it's Hurricane Joaquin. Joaquin, or Joaquin, is one of the pillars of the Tree of Life. And Tree of Life is uh, pertaining to, um, the Kabbalistic Tree of Life is pertaining to how all things in existence have this in representation, but basically one side of it is Jachim and one side is Boaz. So Jachim, last year, Hurricane Jachim was around the 3rd to the 5th, if I'm not mistaken, and that was the year of the Shemitah. Shemitah is every seven years they have the Shemitah. And every seven years, or Shemitah, however you want to pronounce it, but every seven years this takes place. But then there's something called the Great a shimitah, a super shimitah, where it's every seven times seven, that's 49 years, when they call that the, the jubilee or the great, the jubilee, the great jubilee or whatnot. And it's based on, they say it's 50 years, but in reality it's 49 years because it's seven times seven. So this year from, um, what was it, September 23rd all the way up to October 3rd was the so-called, it was the so-called jubilee for the, you know, for the Judaistic um religion as well as in its Kabbalistic esoteric form. So the, the Jubilee is 49 years that just took place, ended on October 3rd. Began September 23rd last year. That was the um, the um, autumn, the autumn equinox. Equinox meaning equal days and night. Talking about mother and father energy. Night and day. You know what I'm saying? Light and dark. The pillars of um, of Joaquin, the pillar of Joaquin represents um, the masculine energy of light, right? So it's like the universe, light, motion, activity, the electron. The pillar of Boaz represents the female polarity of the universe, the physical side of the universe, the darkness, passivity, or receptivity, as well as silence, you know what I'm saying, the non-movement somewhat. But also the neutron, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, and also it can be similar to the concept of Eastern uh, yin and yang representing the opposites and balance, how they disagree yet they correspond and complement each other. 
So you have Boaz and you have Jaquin. This year we had a hurricane come through called Matthew. Matthew actually means gift of Yahweh. All right? Jaquin means, the word Jaquin in Hebrew means um, Yahweh or God establishes or, or lifts up. Jaquin was, or Jaquin is the father of the father of um, the so-called Jesus. All right? So now, you know, getting deeper into it a little bit with just the names alone shows us that something is definitely, you know, being established, so to speak, with the Jaquin, Yahweh establishes or God establishes, and um, Boaz, meaning strength, basically. Yet this year Matthew came into play. So Matthew, if you're looking at the word Matthew, you have Ma'at Haru, right? Ma'at Haru is, or Ma'at, on the pillar, on, I mean, on the on tree of life, represents Chesad. Chesad meaning uh, love and mercy, right? So that is the fourth spirit. The fifth spirit is um is um, Gabara. Gabara meaning strength. Yet when we're looking at it on the flip, we, the fifth spirit is on the right hand side. That's um, Gabara. And when you we dealing when we participating it with it uh, the tree of life in the, as far as the potentate is concerned, or the potentate meaning the cake of the divine. That is the um, the metanetic alternative for the pronunciation or the metanetic alternative of the um, description of the tree of life is the potentate p a u t n e t e r. So this divine cake is um when we, when we represent. Um, Boaz and and uh, Jaquin, Jaquin will represent the fifth spirit of Horukati, and Boaz will represent the fourth spirit of Ma'at. Well, basically, it will be um, the the fifth spirit will be um, well, the fourth spirit is Ma'at. Well, I mean Chasad, and the, the fifth spirit is Gabaro. Gabaro meaning strength and safety, and then Chasad um, um, meaning um, basically love and mercy. So Chasad also is equivalent to Ma'at. Ma'at, looking at the word Ma Matthew, is Ma'at Haru, right? So we have Ma'at Haru over here on the left representing the feminine energy of Boaz, and then we have Jaquim over here on the right representing the masculine energy, or we have um, the barrel over here on the right representing the masculine energy of Jaquin, of last year's hurricane. So you got Jaquin, and we have Ma'at Haru, or Matthew. Now, I know, you know, it's, it's one of the laws of measure, the law of measure, it's called the law of intention, it says the more evidence one looks for to support a given law, conclusion, or any type of worldview, the more one will find that you know, conclusion, you know what I'm saying? So anytime we start knocking at Pandora's door, Pandora's box to open it up, we're going to find an answer to that question because we're forming it. So, I mean, basically, this is how the spirit moves. It's already, everything has already been handed to us and answered. So we're going into these names a little bit more, and we see that throughout the movie, um, everyone has some type of biblical name. 
is the the first thing. When I just, I sit down, I start taking notes because I took notes while I watched the movie at the theater. I look up the first thing is uh, young Nat Turner running. Well, after the after the first initial scene when he gets his name in the, in the name ceremony and everything, he's running on the plantation or whatever with uh, the little friend at the time, Sam. Samuel means um, God hears, right? So Nathaniel meaning God gives, or basically God gives, and Samuel being one of his friends, Samuel hears that Nathaniel can read. So he goes and tells the mother, oh, this, this young, you know, black boy or whatever, this melanated Young man can read. He was astonished. He was like, "Wow, we can read. We gotta put him in there." So he brought him, took him in to the library or whatever, and started, you know, teaching him how to read the Bible. You know, so all these names in, in the movie were basically biblical names. Um, the the uh, daughter, his daughter's name is Joanna. Joanna comes is from the Hebrew word Johanna. Johanna means God is gracious, right? Even the mother of Chiriana, Chiriana, I didn't, I couldn't find a definition for that all in all, but Anna means grace or gracious. And the, the, but the mother of um, Chiriana and the grandmother of Joanna, Joanna, or Johanna is Abigail, and Abigail means the father rejoices. So God rejoices, or the father rejoices. Um, with the the gift, you know, the gift of prophecy that was brought through Nathaniel. All right, so this Shemitah and the the so-called ritual, if it's there is a ritual, we're not going into the metaphysical side of it. Shemitah again means a release. So, like, even with that movie um, that came out last year, Purge, they show us a fear element with people running around with guns for a certain amount of time, they're allowed to purge on people, you know, kill them or whatever, mm-hmm. murder with these guns. That's what they that's what they show as far as the film is concerned, these, you know, these higher-ups, these littles, I like to call, really these lower-downs. They they go out and they show us these movies with these spirit implementations that keep us, you know, in a, a lower emotional state or in a, in a lower self. And it doesn't allow the haru to go to the eye or to the heart to where the light can shine properly and then be intact with spirit once again or the mind properly so that the, everything will flow in in conjunction and correspond with the higher and lower selves. So we're, when we're looking at it in that perspective, we got to see that, you know, it, it is a, a, another story being told. Remember also that the, the two colors of the pillars are white and black. So you got white being um being the um the um masculine energy and the black being the female energy. If you also recall the first scene, white and black, you know, there's a lot of white and black of course, but the first scene, white uh, the Caucasian and whatnot, um, or European was, was high and go speak with Nat, the melanated brother, Nat Turner. And he finally said, uh, you you won again or something like that. But it was also they were right there at the big white house with the two with the pillars in the front of it. That's when I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I did. this is one of their movies. Then the next thing they show is a, a, a half moon. Half moon represents um, 
be able to have more if I'm not mistaken. So that's a 14-day 14, 14 cycle. So that's um, the half moon is, is a, like, you know, it's 28 days within each cycle, each moon cycle. So you got 28 days within a moon cycle. That means uh, seven times seven is two weeks within it. So that half moon was, was showing the split or the, the two pillars once again, the light and the dark side. So that's the, the masculine and feminine energies. So we're going into politics now, and this campaign is running. We have Obama, a melanated brother, masculine, that's the light energy. And then we have uh, Hillary uh, Clinton come, that may be coming in as the female energy, as uh, the black or whatnot, even though Obama is a melanated brother and, and uh, Hillary Clinton is a European. You know, you, you flip it around, just, but but this is uh like you can see this this uh leading out of and following into from this um, patriarchal into a matriarchal um, way of thinking and and living, and also last year the Shemitah of uh, the seven year period, the Pope came and visited, and he he's a patriarchal whatever leader or whatever as far as you know. Um, the world is concerned. The, the Pope, when he visited, he he had asked the indigenous people for forgiveness. When he asked that indigenous people for forgiveness, in essence, he was asking the motherly energy, Mutter, you know, what I'm saying for forgiveness. He was asking for the mother, the matter, Maharu. Again, Maharu meaning the balance of the light. You know, what I'm saying so. The light being the, also Jakim, Jakim and Maharu. Or basically, once again, um, Gabaro and Tassad, or Herukati, Herukati means the two lights of uh, of the spirit of soul, if I'm not mistaken. And then you have Ma'at, meaning balance, love, truth, and whatnot, or Ma'ati, meaning to balance both sides. Um, so, in that respect, Right there alone, you also have Eden and Pangala. So the Eden and Pangala, which are brown and white, within the as far as uh, you know, in Sanskrit, Eden and and then you, that's dealing with the um, Kundalini energies rising from the sacrum, the two sacral nerves on the side of our uh, our body, going back up the spine. You know, what I'm saying leading back to the higher self, which would be Kether, the crown, or Athir. You know what I'm saying? So as that energy rises back up, then we go back into our prophetic said, well, have we have all those those gifts, those cities that they speak of in the Bible as the nine gifts, but also the cities in um in uh in uh, Buddhism and Hinduism. So these gifts again go back to the gift of Yahweh. Matthew, Matthew meaning the gift of Yahweh. And then what does Nathaniel mean? God gives or God gifts. All right, so when those two energies come together in the movie is with um Joe well Cheriana. Cheriana, um and Cherry is you remember it's the the symbol of uh, that that color is the symbol of of um maroon, the color of the moors, moor earth, you know, father and mother. You know what I'm saying? The light and um and the water. Alright, but he gives her a gift and it's an ancient ancestral gift. So he, he has her this gift. And he also said later on in the movie, I'll give you my soul. You know what I'm saying? So basically the soul is the gift, the higher self. You know what I'm saying? So that's the connection that that 
physical thing right there was the connection of both of those two entities right in between in that movie. And the first time they saw each other, he knew. He was like, oh, yeah. that's He knew that that was going to be his, his wife. You know what I'm saying? It was no hesitation. He was like, get her. Bought her for $275 or something like that. The uh, dude, uh, Sam, 275 is five. You know, seven, five, twelve, three plus two is five. Five equals again the fifth spirit, Gabella. Gabella goes back to last year. Um, goes back to last year, Joaquin. Then this year, Matthew or Mahataru. That's Mahat. That's the fourth spirit, or that's the side. So four plus nine equals. I mean, four plus five equals nine. That's birth or the birthing cycle also. But then, what are they burning? The birthing. I mean, the birthing, Haru. By way of Ma'at Haru, Ma'at Matthew, Ma'at Haru, birthing Haru. Haru is the seventh thing. That's Tiferot. Tiferot means beauty. And what did what did uh, the, the, uh, the the mother say to uh, say to um, Nathaniel? The mother he said uh, he had said some thank you for making her pretty. She said he, she said I ain't make her pretty. She was born uh, when I wrote it down. Uh, she said. The girl was brought into this world as beautiful as she could be. So she was already beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, as the movie goes on, you see how beautiful she was, not just physically, but how she was the balance of um, that that prophetic side and also the militant side, the enforcing side of of um, Nathaniel or Nat Turner. You know what I'm saying? He, he, she brought that out of him by way of what, what took place when those, um, slave uh, operators, whatever you want to call them, I don't know, was out there doing, you know, doing what they do, the nasties and stuff like that, and mistreating our, our, um, our melanated sisters out there, you know what I'm saying? So he was fed up after that point. Then, you know, it led one thing led to another, and um, the revolt took place. So from my perspective, you know, how, you know, it ain't etched in stone, but how that coincides and correlates basically with last year's hurricane, Haru, Kotni, you know what I'm saying? So hurricane, light of the spirit or the, you know, calming spirit, Haru meaning light or, or the mound or, the, you know what I'm saying? So Haru, light, calm spirit, uh, Ni can go into new. So new meaning the uh, infinite uh, primordial water. So the infinite primordial, the infinite light of the primordial water. You know what I'm saying? So that is also going back in the soul. You know, I ain't going to go too far into it because the brother going to come in. And, uh, you know, I just, like I said, I just took these notes today. I had been contemplating on some of this reality. But when I seen the movie, and even in the movie, they, uh, let me get the brother on real quick, though, before I go in too far. You know what I'm saying? Going to have a good interview with him tonight. Um, Oh yeah, let me. I'm gonna text him the number real quick. I didn't text him the number. Good, good. Thanks. He just you know, text. Let me send him the number real fast. Like in a hurry. Um. Even at that scene when they was having that first, uh, they would get there was a couple getting married, merging. They were singing. Um, a song. The song, you got a right to the tree of life. I said, well, look at the spirit. Look at look at how the intelligence moves. You know what I'm saying? They even had the song in there. 
talking about you have a right to the tree of life. Now, the tree of life is you, is you, basically. That's who you. That's who we are. Tree of life ain't nothing outside of us like a tree like to talk about. You know what I'm saying? The tree of life, we're talking about the spine, how those energies go up the spine and then reactivate properly. When reactivated properly, they go back into the pineal gland region. And then we have all these different miraculous events like inventing lights and roads and pyramids and, you know, knowing the, how to operate under the sun properly. You know what I'm saying? Knowing the sleep cycle, knowing the wake cycle, knowing that the parasympathetic nervous system is producing melatonin at night. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that that the um, sympathetic nervous system is producing serotonin through the day. So that's that feminine, that masculine energy that uh, also unites and unifies as one to bring about that exchange of energy properly to formulate the physical body, also to formulate a pristine reality on the external. So the brother is now present, and he he is um, who I'm going to bring him on in. I think he, let me see. Good thanks. Peace. Peace, brother. Peace, yes, brother. yes. What's going on, man? All right. So I just, I just now just uh, gave a brief synopsis of uh, of my take on some of the uh, you know aspects of what's uh, was behind the Breath of a Nation movie, and you know dealing with the two pillars of the Tree of Life, uh, Joaquin Boad. Now, as far as I, you know, this is last minute for me and you as far as uh, us linking up on this today. But I know you're about to drop some, some info. Oh, and good thanks to the brother for coming through. This is a good brother. I just met him physically a couple of weeks ago. Very intelligent, highly intelligent brother. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Y'all already know him, but this, this is a red and blue pill younger brother. But the, the brother, he's on point with help, everything. I mean, he just he knows his stuff. I'm uh, let him go ahead and speak and, and, uh, and introduce himself and everything. Peace, peace, brother. Now, I appreciate it, man. I I just want to thank you for bringing me on this platform, you know, having this here, these airwaves, so the people have options. You know what I'm saying? So thank you. Okay, thanks. No problem, You know, we um we had the honor of being able to meet each other uh, at the retreat, uh, which was very, very powerful. And um, just to see all that I've experienced since that weekend, you know, has been amazing. Leading up to this point right here, you know, us being on the radio, about to break this movie down because I'm about to do this event where I let everybody know what's really going on in this film and what the points are that we have to pay attention to. No doubt, exactly, yes. And there's a few of them in there. I'm going to let you do your thing. You know, I do have a few questions, you know, and um, it's, uh, like you said, the, the movie has a lot of different angles that we could come from. I, I, I'm going to deal with the metaphysical side, you know, as, as the name Blackwater the Metamagician goes, you know what I'm saying? I, I deal right. with that a lot in life, you know what I'm saying? So, the metaphysical language has always been something that I like. I listen to, and we, and we have a we we wordsmith, so we, we automatically when we hear something and see something, we we have to retransform it. We have to retransform it so that it has a, a better intake when it do go in, so that when we, it come back out, it won't be the same way as what the the infiltrators are trying to, you know, pretty much put into it. You know, as far as the indoctrination is concerned. 
That's it. That's it. So, like, what is Hollywood Decoded? Because this is pretty much what I call, you know, my series that I have in which I take these movies and I break them up. You know, they're all over YouTube. Um, I pretty much foresaw the creation of the Black Panther coming into existence. I even named the actor before they named it. It was just, it was just weird. So we, you know, I have a lot of uh, films that I break down, um, you know, and they all culminate into what I call Hollywood decoded. So people ask themselves as they hear me say that, what is Hollywood decoded? Well, Hollywood decoded is exactly that. It is decoding Hollywood. And what is Hollywood? Well, Hollywood is a type of plant, actually. It's a tree. You know, most of us see them in the winter times or around um, real uh, complex office buildings, or even apartment complexes. They're the the bushes that have the sharp green leaves. They're 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 a nice uh, color green with almost a leather exterior, and they have points on the leaves that are sharp, and bright red berries that grow on it that everybody knows you don't eat it. You know what I'm saying? That wood from that tree is what was formulated, constructed into wands. So all the wizards and the warlocks and the witches that you hear about um, in stories and tales and in history, they were casting spells by way of using wands made from the Hollywood. So that is why this industry is called that because it's a spell. It's about magic and casting, and it's really a two-way mirror, you know. But see, if you're not aware that you're participating in something, a ceremony, then what happens is your energy can be utilized, manipulated, or even suggested to um, by way of the energies, the information, the intent behind the film. So when you look at Hollywood, as I said, it comes from the Hollywood tree. So, you know, that's the wand. In order for any movie to develop, the first step in a movie is the writing stage. People have to write the story, you know, because if you look at our history, um, Griot's Jolly Kundas, that's how history was passed down. It was passed down verbally, allegorically through way of a story. And at times we would actually do plays and even dress up to pass these stories down and that in essence was films that was staged so you would see those same principles so the first stage is to get a writer and in order to get a writer you need somebody who knows how to what how to put words together to convey an idea okay putting words together what do you call it when you put letters together it's called spelling spelling so the first stage is the spelling stage once the story is done, then they have to start to appoint the correct people to play the parts, which they call stars. But the process of, of hiring stars to play a role is called casting. So you deal with the Hollywood, then you have yourself the, the, the writing being the spelling, and then you follow up with the casting you know, of the stars. And in this, you see a whole magical thing going underway. We have a film now called Birth of the Nation. So how would I see this movie? If I know that I'm dealing with a situation where it's all about kind of seeing the truth behind the story, seeing what the real narrative is, what is it I'm experiencing when I see this movie? All right, now, 
one more tidbit to anybody listening. Y'all got to check out Neurocinematics. Neurocinematics is a um, industry that deals with the effects films have on the brain and how the brain reacts in viewing films. So this is a very interesting study, and it's a very interesting um, um, situation that I implore everybody to check out um, so that you could just understand how important it is to decode a film because then you really see what's going on. And I have oh, a um, – go ahead. Well, what was that, what's the name of that again? Neuro? Neurocinematics. Neuro, like okay. neuron, neuro, mm-hmm, neurology, cinematics, okay. neurocinematics. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So, so I'm looking at I'm looking at Birth of a Nation, and it's funny because this isn't the first time you hear this title. I mean, nationhood is everything we talk about, you know, and that's that's the big uh, disagreement in our people is the whole nation thing because people want to yell black power and then other people want to yell nationality, and there's no common ground in between it, and we all trying to build a nation together. So the title of this film, though, is actually from a movie that came out exactly 100 years ago called Birth of a Nation by D.W. Griffith, where it was a propaganda film to really incite the development and the acceptance of the KKK and their principles. And the movie came out, and at that time, I think it made like $50 million, which is like off the crazy number to have 100 years ago. You know, in film, that's like I don't know, grossing a billion dollars <laughs> a weekend now. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. in this movie, they had a scene where, you know, they didn't have nobody black man playing the roles in the movie. They actually had a Caucasian playing a black man, who in turn was harassing a Caucasian woman, who, in being fearful of the fact that this white man dressed in black was going to rape her, um, decides to commit suicide by jumping off the side of some mountain or something. So these type of uh these type of things are are uh, engineered and utilized to psychically attack uh the people and incite fear and incite um um turmoil. So automatically everybody wants to be part of the KKK or support what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because they're seeing that the encroachment of the indigenous people would only equate to uh, men wanting to rape Caucasian women. So this was the tool that was used. So you you fast forward 100 years, and now you have this guy, Nate Parker, who decides to do the same thing. He's, He's like, yo, I'm going to utilize what is the current psychosis of the people in order to incite thought and conversation because what is the narrative of this film? It is a film that's talking about slavery, talking about the fact that 100 years later we are still enslaved as a people. Now, though we're not in rags and getting whipped and picking cotton, it's more of a voluntary servitude that's occurring now, which comes by way of the 13th Amendment and the 14th Amendment, you know, in the Constitution, which which Ava DuVernay just dropped the documentary on on Netflix. So Nate Parker decides to do a film about not just slavery, but a rebellion in slavery, because I don't know about you, brother, but 
I haven't seen rebellions in Hollywood. Like I've seen a lot of slave tales that have been told and it just continues to show the same thing. But rarely do we ever see anybody rise up. You know, they did that in Django um, with, uh, with, with, with Jamie Foxx, but the difference in this scenario is that we're actually talking about a real person, which does something yeah. different to the mind. You see, because it existed. So, so then, what really goes on here? What happened here? What, 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 what happened? Why, why have I not heard of this individual? Or why do people don't think he's a hero because of his actions? So it, it makes people think. All right. So, you have Nat Turner who was born right right at 1800. He was born 1800, October 2nd, actually, right? So that, that Libra energy. Now, the tale is told that he was born on a plantation underneath um, the, the um, ownership of a family that went by the name of Turner. Now, the person who, quote, unquote, was his master was called Samuel Turner. But see, we have to look deeper in our history because everybody was enslaved by way of the narrative that we have been told. And the narrative we have been told is that these big giant ships docked on the coast of Africa and just scooped a whole lot of Africans into a boat and brought them over here. Now, I haven't seen any boats, and that also makes me think as I get older and I grow and teach to my children that we were not here until the Caucasian decided to place us here, when we know good and well that that's not true. So there were people here prior to the slaves coming. So in the film, you know, they they talk about uh, his lineage and, you know, where in Africa they come from. However, Nat Turner was indigenous to this land. Matter of fact, his last name was not Turner. His last name was Tunica, which I know you 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 share the same history, uh, the same understanding, don't you, brother? True indeed, true indeed. By way of uh, right, uh, the, the, the Tunica tribe, yeah, just, right? That's right. Yeah. All right. Did you did you go over yeah. this in in your introduction? I went over the Turner. I did, I knew I knew I had a you know if I wanted the first question was what is the main uh, ideology that the writer was going to convey and you just answered it with uh, exactly what you were saying about the indigenous you know and everything the nation nationality but yeah, That's yeah right. I didn't go into That's it right. I just said Nate Turner yeah or Nat Turner now the film. The film, interestingly enough, started off with a ritual in the woods, okay? A ritual in the woods where we didn't know if it was Africa. We didn't know if it was here. All we knew is that it was a ceremony occurring that included the drumming, included the fire, included the women, included the, 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 the incantations and the tone, which that's the intent. That, that's the meat of it, okay? That's what matters. So so it started off with the fact that he was not a slave because had he been one, then the first scene of the movie should have been him in shackles, should have been him in servitude, right? 
should have been him being um, 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 abused in some form or another. But the first scene was him in the woods, in the forest, underneath the stars, fire, and the elders as they him and told him that he was a prophet and he was able to see things because he had the mark. Right. Okay, and the mark the mark that he had was the trivium, and I know you probably went into the pillars because he had three spheres on his chest. Did you go into that? Uh, yep, a little, a little. So I touched on the uh, pillars of Jukim and uh, Boaz, and how it plays with the tree of life and the knowledge, wisdom, understanding. You know, exactly. I, I touched on it. And he had he had to, the three spheres actually on his chest in the movie. That was his mark. Mm-hmm. You know, and this this mm-hmm. trivium, you know, is is what set him apart because apparently he taught himself how to read and write, right? Mm-hmm. Because they couldn't cover yeah. that part. They couldn't cover that part up. So how else did he learn? He taught himself. I'm not saying that he couldn't, but it also could be because he was part. Of a nation <laughs> because he was educated, you know, because he knew how to read and write as well, you know. Mm-hmm. So that trivium or those three points representing um, grammar, logic, and rhetoric, which is a very potent discussion uh, that occurs, you know, in education because grammar, you know, deals with uh, the the rather the mathematics of it all, the the structure of it all, while the logic deals with the mental and then the rhetoric being how you convey from one mind to another so someone actually understands. So it's like a step-by-step process. So they wanted to utilize Nat Turner, obviously, um, to take the Bible and utilize the Bible on a particular frequency to convey a message to his people. The same way you'll see preachers standing now and seeing thousands of people listening, and the people are sick, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People got diabetes, people got cancer, um, um, people are on a nebulizer, um, they're on a pacemaker, you know what I'm saying? And he's sitting up there, and he's just going in on this word as though this word is going to be all these people need in order for them to overcome when it's the sickness in the first place. The the other part of that is the fact that in the film he talked about how there's another side to interpreting it, right? Where for everything that said that they were supposed to be enslaved, there was something that talked about their liberation, which just which tells the how people are supposed to interpret the Bible with a stronger eye. So if you look at the Bible even deeper, you'll find gems in there. It's just that if you're not already open on a higher level, then what you'll do is you'll trap yourself with inside of the allegories that are in that book. So they used his 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 third chakra, they used his force, they used his power and who he was um, to in turn indoctrinate the people. When all the while what really was going on, a situation where a man was defending his land, his land was being taken from him, from colonialists, because the new thought process was the railroad. It was about the railroad, because the railroad was a way for people to manipulate time. If time was something that we all prayed to, the seasons, the sun, and everything like that, the agriculture, then anybody who can can control time – can then in turn control even more than that. 
So what, what happened? The railroad gets laid down so that you can now put the locomotive on the track. And when you put the locomotive on the track, as I rape your land of your resources while I have you caught up in battles over the land, I can now transport great quantities of these resources in order to then create an industry at a pace much quicker than anything you're used to because we're going into the era of the train. You see what I'm saying? Now, the funny thing is Nate Turner was hung in 1831. In 1835, they opened the train station in Southampton and Cortland, which which was called Jerusalem. Which you know that's where the um, that's where they they were going in order to get all of the arms. That's where they were stored at. They were stored in Jerusalem, Virginia, but it's called Cortland now. Now, when when they ended up having to face um, um, their enemy that day during during the rebellion and the uprising, when he went into hiding, the reason why he came back out and gave himself up was because the government at that time decided to deploy over 2,000 troops in Virginia to massacre and mutilate the people until he stepped forward. We're told that it was like uh, maybe 200, I think they said it was 200 or something like that was the number, but it's really 2,000. Imagine 2,000 armed soldiers. Yes, just not asking any questions, just running through it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So exactly. So he he planned out the he planned the whole thing out, okay? Because he understood the stars, and this is why he started it in August. He started it in in August because he was formulating what he was doing after another indigenous. <laughs> rebel no, known as Dirty Bookman. Are you familiar with Dirty Bookman? Yes. Okay. So Dirty Bookman started what? The Haitian Revolution, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, yeah. ironically enough, if we go back a couple years, we have an actor by the name of Chris Rock. Okay. Chris Rock decided to come out with a movie that came out December 12th on 1212. And I believe it was 2012 as well. 121212. 12. Do you know what the name of this film was called? No, no I don't. I don't remember. Okay. It was called Top 5. Top 5. Yeah, do you remember the movie Top 5 with Chris Rock and no. Rosario Dawson? Okay. Chris Rock comes out with a movie named Top 5, where in the movie he plays a comedian who had a bad experience and through this experience got caught up 
um, in the Depression, which then forced him to change how he went about doing his stand-up to the point that he decided to create a film that showed his dramatic side so people could take him as a serious actor. And in this movie, there's a constant reminder of who your top five MCs are because everybody got their own top five, and it kind of gives birth to your personality. Okay? So this is what the movie was about. But check this out. He played a character named Andre Allen, who was a comedian, right? The interesting thing is what dropped him in depression was that he went down to Florida one year and going down there, met a guy, paid him for some drugs, and the dude brought dope and women over. He got high, but he didn't he didn't do anything with the women and thought that the guy paid the 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 ticket but never did, so the girls got mad they never got paid and cried rape on Andre Allen. So he had been trying to hide this rape case for all these years and got depressed and in that decided to make a film. And this film that he made was called Uprise, which was about Dirty Bookman. Now, when he did this movie called Dirty Bookman, no one went to go see the movie because they didn't take it seriously, but everybody was in line to see another film. Do you know what the name of the other film that uh, Chris Rock's character had to go against in the theater? No, at this, and this is real time. I know I don't. This is this is this is in the movie now. The oh, name the of movie. the movie, the name of the movie in Chris Rock's movie that he had to go against as a Haitian rebel slave was called Boo by Medea. Yes, the same movie mm-hmm. that just came out by Medea was in a film about three years ago by Chris Rock in which it went against another film in which this film had to do with a slave revolt and called this Uprise. Movie, and you said this movie, Boo, just recently was released. Yes, this Boo just came out, and it's going up against Birth of the Nation in the box office. So what I'm saying <laughs> is what we're experiencing, <laughs> what, what we're experiencing right now occurred in the mm-hmm. film three years ago by Chris Rock. And everybody could go look at it. And and just and just to add on to this, Chris Rock's love interest was Gabriel Union, who also was in Birth of a Nation. Okay, as a woman who 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 got raped by a Caucasian against her will. All right. So so basically, this movie was already in formulation. In 2012, and Chris Rock no had to be further had to be further than that because check it out, Parker. Mm -hmm. Remember the same the day that that the rebellion happens in August. Okay, in in the story of Nat Turner is when the rape allegations of Nate Parker surfaced in August. Yes, in August of this year. From something that happened in 1999. Dirty the interesting thing name. is, yeah, Nate Parker and the other brother's name is um, John Migiani Celestine. Okay, he's Haitian. 
<laughs> you know, not only is he Haitian, but he's been spending time writing the story of of Toussaint Leoverture and the Haitian Revolution. He he he's part of a paper that specifically deals with writing about that era of history. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, come on now. <laughs> I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? This guy has this movie that comes out a few years ago and and the movie so supposedly what happened was after the movie came out this the the producers called Tyler Perry and said, "Yo, you need to really do this film." Are you serious? It's supposed to be a joke. And they're like, "No, no. I think it'll hit. I think it'll I'll be good." And he decided to do the film. But this was after the fact. You see what I'm saying? But in the movie, Top 5, there's a scene in a movie theater where everyone's lined up to see the new Medea movie, and it's called Boo. And no one is in line to see Uprise, the same thing that happened with Birth of a Nation of it making the seven million. And that's uh, in total. That's how much it's made since it's been out. Well, no, it's more now. That's the opening weekend. That's the opening weekend. You know, that was the opening weekend total. Which I don't believe those numbers. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's just the parallels involved in this. You see what I'm saying? The Mm -hmm. parallels involved in this. You know, and and with the rape allegations, like you know, he was found innocent. Nate Parker was found innocent. You know, um. But they're still on him with it because his partner actually had to do time. You know, he was found guilty because he advanced. You know, she said no, and apparently it was obliged. You know, but yet and still, the the friend Jean Migiani Celestine, he actually was sent to jail. Now Gabriel Union, what's what's interesting about her is she actually has been raped in the past and she's come out openly about that. You know, um, a lot of people know that, that this happened to her when she was younger. So to put her in the film um, with that knowledge says something because she's one of the only actors that was in the film that's speaking out about the rape allegations. And, you know, she's of course speaking from the perspective of a victim. You Mm. see? Yeah, so um, by her being in the movie as well as her being in Top 5 and her also actually um, being a victim in the past, you know, I just find that triangulation quite rare right there. So, you know, you got to look into it, you know. So, you know, this is what I do. And and I'm about to do this event here in Detroit, you know, at the Sankofa Life Center on Saturday, October 22nd. I'm going to do a visual presentation of this where, man, I cover so many points um, with this movie from a cultural perspective, metaphysical perspective, um, spiritual perspective, it's just on all different levels. And I'm going to, um, I'm going to have a guest um, in the building, uh, my, my brother Asa, um, who's definitely going to give some great spiritual and health advice. He's going to open. But, um, you know, my special guest is uh, Syntex, the graffiti artist. Now, for those who don't understand, hip-hop has four elements. Um, you got fire, water, earth, air. Uh, graffiti is the earth, and it represents the metonetter. 
because Metanetsu represents archetypes. You create a visual composite with a particular angle, shape, geometry that conveys something in your mind which is equated to numerous, numerous meanings, you know, profound meanings of different levels. This is what the MetaNet is for. This is what graffiti is used for. They, they give messages. They tell tales. There's so much in it, and it's alive. There's an energy behind it. And this brother is indigenous to Michigan, his people. They've been here. And he specifically is a graffiti artist that is world-renowned and has beautiful, magnificent art here in the city. What makes him so special is the story that he's going to have to tell in regards to the prejudice he has dealt with here in the city and the same way that they were trying to make treaties and take our land um, during those times of slavery, he has experienced through real estate and gentrification by way of his artwork on the wall. So he's going to be there to tell that tale as well so that people can get that understanding. But like I said, it's going to be a beautiful event. Um, I, I do the vegan food. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a great layout of, of all the foods that I prepare so people can get a taste of the transition of, of switching to the plant-based diet. Um, and we're going to be in the building with, with, with the food. And like I said, this, this presentation is going to be profound. I'm going to draw a lot of parallels and connections and just tell, tell people a, 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 a story um, that they can relate to. Um, so I, I definitely look forward, look forward to that. This is going to be at Sankofa Life Center, 18734 Woodward Avenue. Uh, you can get in contact with me through um, email at lovegreenlife at gmail.com. That's L-U-V, greenlife, at gmail.com. Um, I'm also uh, Kamani Tate on Facebook, K-A-M-A-N-I-T-A-I-T, or KP the Arch degree on Instagram and through any of those venues and I'm gonna as soon as the flyer is done which I'll be getting probably around midnight or something I'm gonna send you the flyer um and you're more you know you can post it up you know and anybody who's listening in they could definitely get in touch with the host um you know to get further information about the event. Yeah, thanks. I'm most definitely will post that. But yes, we we have to we have to definitely you know go in these theaters with our other eye open to understand you know the messages that are being conveyed. Um, there's a great deal of history in this story. I'm not taking anything away from the way it was filmed or even the symbolism, the the the, the subtle symbolism that the brother used in a lot of the scenes, which I'll go in more detail. You know when I um when I do the decoded the live decoded. But um, I'm glad you was able to give a, a metaphysical introduction, you know, to all of the principles. So we together was able to just kind of compile enough um, to cover all bases, you know, for the listening audience. Yes, and you brought something to light with the date of um, Nat Turner. I didn't know the date of his birth was October 2nd, right? Oh, yeah. Is that correct? That's so, right. Now, what I just brought in at the onset of the of the it was, how um, the correlation of the Shem Shem Etah or whatever this um, Kabbalistic ritual um, is, it, it well, the actual end date of the Great Jubilee or the Great Shem or the Super Shem is October 3rd. It started September right. 23rd of last year and ended of October 3rd. 
So his right, because remember, we were doing the ritual when we was up there right at the end of September, and it started, I think the new year started October 2nd. Exactly, yep. Right. The, the new, um, the new, the great, the great Jubilee or whatever was uh, That's right, ending. exactly. Right. That's when he was born, 1800. That's, I mean, that's, what's that, 116 years ago? Seven? Yeah. But also, it, it, it's not coincidence. But then I, what I also was bringing in was my Matthew, you know. So we got this Hurricane Matthew this year. Right. That was around, what was the 6th through the 10th or something like that. Can't recall mm-hmm. exactly what it said. Like the and remember, it ransacked Haiti. Remember, it ransacked Haiti. Yeah. That's why I brought exactly. up Duddy Bookman. You know what I mean? Duddy Bookman, yep. he died November 1791. That's exactly nine years prior to Nat Turner being born. And he was born October second, but he died in November. And the resurrect the 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 day that they that the Haitian Revolution started was was August. It was the same as as when that Turner did his. Mm-hmm. So he he went off of that revolt as well. As far as oh yeah, not the- just that. I wouldn't be surprised if Bookman came back as Nat Turner because he was called Dirty Bookman because he knew how to read. He was always seen with books, and that's what mm-hmm. Nat Turner's known for: the book, Bookman. They they <laughs> even said that in the movie. Okay, now yeah, go to. The, I got two questions. One of the questions is um, basically what you just mentioned. How powerful was the moment when that European uh, mother, the mother of Sam, and Sam again means um, God here. Samuel means God here. So she was like, Sam told me, you know how to read. So he had God mm-hmm. here, so to speak, you know, come from that angle. So in, as far as And then remember, concerned. Sam is the three mother letters, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, as well, yeah. Dealing with uh, the um, Sam, anytime you hear Sam in movies, they're talking about them three mother letters. The uh, uh, water, Shin, Aleph, and Mem. Yeah, the fire, mm-hmm. the fire. You know what I'm saying? The water and the mist, the steam, because that's how you give birth to something is through the vapor. So every time you you talk about them three mother letters, you're talking about the vapor occurring and then something giving birth or something born. That's why it was through Sam. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sam, Sam, I is the poison of God. As far as the lower and the higher, we're speaking right. of the poison coming from the pits, coming up through the void. Exactly. And being That's why you'll hear them say Samuel, but then other times they'll say Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how powerful was that when she said, these books are for the white folks, you wouldn't understand that, but then hand it in the Bible. It, right. Yeah, meaning this is all your heritage. This is your history right here. You, you don't, yeah, don't do that. Because if you read this and then read that Bible, you'll be speaking a whole other scripture. Right. So it was more, more or less, like saying, or less is more, basically saying, read this right here. Get your interpretation later on in life. You're gonna see the spiritual demand that is necessary for us melanated people, necessarily by way of just this book, the Bible but by way of the metaphysical interpretation that can be brought forth out of holy books, so to speak. Right, right. But that's only if that's only if you can interpret it properly. And exactly. and the interest and curiosity for all those other books 
will do nothing but allow him to to ask the proper questions so you don't fall mm-hmm. victim to just focusing on the parts of the Bible that substantiate the diabolical and savage behavior of those people, but rather see the whole thing. So, you know, didn't want them to see, you know, the world from all angles. They was like, no, you're just going to focus on this country, you know. Right. So because mm-hmm. it was the went down with book. that. So I know you said you had a couple questions. I know I probably got another like ten minutes left to rock. Um, I wanted to uh, to answer some of the questions that you might have had, and I didn't know if you had any hands up in the queue as well. Um, if there was anybody out there that might have some questions before I start wrapping it up. Yeah, well, not as of yet. They um, someone was right there. They they backed out, but they still right there. If anyone does have questions, please um, feel free chime in. Um, you answered like four of them already. You answered the question I had about what the actor director was trying to convey, Nate Parker. It was in uh, it, it was it's almost not a coincidence that his name is is Nate, which is also Nate. Yeah, Daniel. Nate Parker and Nat Turner. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and he's only been in 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 um, conscious films. Like he was in Pride as the swimmer. He was in the Red Tails. He was in Beyond the Lights, where he he transformed the black woman, like got her to wake back up. Um, you know, and um, what else? Oh, Blood doesn't sign my name. He was in the Great Debaters. You know, so he he made powerful plays. You know. And the black woman's role in this movie, which is which is a um, is a is a narrative that just is so redundant right now, is the black man not being there to protect her. All right, because I can't understand how the brother who was with Gabrielle Union wasn't able to protect her from that situation that night, but when Nat Turner got whooped. You know, now now he's ready to do a thing, you know, um, and not saying that's what happened <laughs> for real, but just that that narrative is being visually displayed to us. Um, our women feel the way they feel because they don't feel secure and they don't feel protected because if you're a man, you're a man. And when we look at antiquity and we read our stories and we see how men got down, like we don't get down the same way. We had, I don't Speaking like, on for the, real horses I, with I the scimitar, been, like <laughs> is that, yeah, you know, so, and it all flows in together because scimitar is based on both energies of the masculine and the female. You know, that's right? The, that's the, why it's curved. The, 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 it has the convex mm-hmm. and the concave side mm-hmm. to the blade. The question, I do have one question that's pertaining to what you were just speaking on. What do you think about as as melanated populace, um, in general? Do you do you feel that we received the message or the 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 you know like the message or the the message meaning the anointed age, the Christ consciousness type of uh, conclusion within the allegorical and metaphorical interplay of the melanated female goddess and how important her role is in healing. And the healing aspect of our society, as well as the authority. Oh role man! Played. Look, they 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 held that down in the film. Like, first of all, God was a black woman mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, she was a black woman. She was a beautiful black woman and all white with wings. 
with nothing but right. light. Yeah. Coming coming from the perspective of of a divine nurturer, you know, of the milk bringer, you know, that galactic. That's the, the galactose, the sugar that we need to sustain. Um, right. And after he got his back tore out, it was Nana who gave her life. Remember, she right. gave her life because she died she after that. Right Mm-hmm. You know, she, she took everything in her cool. power to heal him up. Yeah, she knew you know, she was and then the mother, the mother who, when he came to her and was like, "Yo, it's time, I get to it." She wasn't on no baby, please. She was like, "I'm with you." His wife, I'm with you. Everybody supported him, and that's that's mm-hmm. the other aspect of the protection and the security is the the suffering of of a, being emasculated, you know, and 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 a feminization. You know, um, men not feeling strong and and not having support. You know, that's part of it as well. And and when the energies of the man and the woman interlock and interweave, where they resonate with one another, where one is making one secure and the other one is nurturing and 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 supporting and building and growing and developing, then nothing can can penetrate that mesh of weaved essence that y'all have formulated inside y'all self. You know what I'm saying? So that is definitely a story that was told in that movie that was beautiful because the women the women were there, they were strong, they stood by, the men stood up, you know, even though they had, you know, those other elements in there. That's why I said you gotta really have that eye open so you can see, you know, um what's what's transpiring. You know. I I noticed one scene, it was when um he went back to her and she was healing up properly and she he asked the first time he went to her and asked about where he was like, I, I want I want the names of who did this to him. I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of it. Yeah, because right he was all in his emotions. He was all in his emotions mm-hmm. and she she shut and him she down said, nah. and, and recited yeah. right. Go ahead. Scripture, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he said right before that scene uh, right before that scene he was at the uh at the other plantation and I think he was talking to the, a reverend or something, and he said, God will be a force upon those to do evil or whatnot. And I think it, right. I'm saying I'm, I'm seeing it from his perspective as, a, as a, a writer and a director of the movie, he is subconsciously portraying his, uh, amending his, his uh, actions that consciously, some of the things that he may have participated with. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he is trying yeah. to get the, the world or society, especially the melanated community, know, look, I, I'm a god or whatnot. I'm I'm a higher. I'm I'm better than what the, this this society is trying to portray is me. Oh, then he went yeah, and most him. definitely. And the second time she gave him permission, she was like, "Go." She said, "I had a premonition." Basically, she was intuitive about it, knew what she she was about to ask. Intuitive about it, and because of what he did, remember he created a meeting. He did, the, the the solar eclipse was involved. Like there, exactly. it, it went. It, he went deeper. It wasn't just straight on. I want to retaliate on a reaction tip. It was a manner of a plan. Right. Okay. Plan and when you when you when you institute an actual plan, you're gonna get blessings. You see what I'm saying? As opposed to just being re- reactionary. That, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful. That, that is so much power in that movie. It moved the emotions, you know what I'm saying, yet it's energy and motion that is being utilized. But if we're looking at it from just like the slave point of view or whatever we want to call slaves. Nah, nah, he was not a slave. We got to get that out of our mind. He was like a prisoner of war, kidnapped, 
lots of the people that were here in this country were like snatched up from Louisiana and brought to Florida or snatched from, from South Carolina and taken somewhere else, like to Texas or something. So they were shipping, you know, people around and getting them confused, but they were still on the same land. So you had mix up the tribes that, that, that occurred, you know, and, and then people born on, on tribes property and things like that. So you had all this confusion going on um, at the same time. So while that's happening, you got um, people that got guns and bombs and dynamite and disease. Let's not forget the disease. Like we think that they just sneeze and I just so happened to get strep throat from them. No, they knew what they had and they specifically attacked us biologically. You know what I mean? Wiping people out that way as well. You know, we have to keep that in mind. So, um, you know, situation where this, this is about the railroad, you know, and and I'm going to go more in detail in this in my presentation. Like I said, Saturday, October 22nd, you know, as the sun ingresses into Scorpio, Nate Parker is a Scorpio. Um, let's not forget the day that Nate Parker transitioned when he said, I'm ready and went on to the great mother was 11-11, 11-11. Okay. Dirty Bookman. He went out in November, you know, and then I'm going to tie this into something in November that's really going to knock people out their seats. Um, like I said, October 22nd, Saturday, St. Kofa Life Center, Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> Contact me at lovegreenlife at gmail.com, L-U-V, greenlife at gmail.com, KT, the Arch Degree on Instagram, Kamani Tate on Facebook. Um, so please contact me, holler at me. For those of you who can't make it, will you is it going to be on video and will it be available? Yeah, we're going to record it. We're going to record it, and I'll come back on and do a follow up. You know, and we'll talk about the event and everything like that. But it'll definitely no be available. I have a website, ktthearchdegree.com, um, and then in regards to my series Hollywood Decoded, I have a website called Hollywood Decoded. So y'all can go there, and when DVD is done, it'll definitely be on that site. But y'all can check it out in the meantime. That's Hollywood. Decoded.com. Um, yes, indeed. Oh, um, boy. It I, is, I brother. Mean, <laughs> I hope you I was able like, to, to get, give you a little something. something. You did. And it, look, that was, it's funny because, like, I wrote down questions and you answered them before I could even ask you. You had a chance to ask. See what I'm saying? That's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. You know? But, um, yeah, man. It, this is um, it's some good information, and most definitely, listeners out there, when we do go to these movies and we participate with that energy and motion, the you know the motion picture, remember we do need a key, just like any map. We need a key, we need a legend to follow to know exactly what they are talking about and trying to interplay to us from the external means. Sometimes it might look like it's you know whatever is a, a murderous movie or whatever it might be so dramatic we cry through the whole movie like brother said I got to look into that too neuro uh, cinematics they've messing with our neurons you know but you know what I'm saying so you know this this is a powerful movie when they was in there and they got the two uh the two Pete the two the brother and sister got married they merged the first um, marriage yeah. not um. Not when Nat and them, Nat and um, what's her name, um, Cheriana got married. But but when they got married, they were singing. Um, 
Well, was, I wrote it down. I wrote it, that you got a right to the tree of life. That's when I knew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, okay. Go so they, talk they, about they, when Gabriel Union got married to the brothers. When they jumped yeah, the broom. Exactly. Yep, when, when they, they jumped, jumped the broom and they were singing, you got a right to the tree of life. And I was like, hold yeah, up. That's, that's, that's the key. Okay. That's mm-hmm. the tree of life. That's well, basically that's us. You know, that's who we are. We the life. We the tree. Oh, yeah. Like, no you know, well, we're going to be hugging the tree and that she gone, you know what I mean? Even that's, though it ain't right look, there, it's right there. That's, that's exactly why they hung us from them. Yeah, strange. That's exactly why they hung us from them. They hung us from them because they wanted us to be scared of the tree. They made us pick the cotton so we would be scared of the plant. So we wouldn't want food, clothing, and shelter for ourselves, and we would want to sustain ourselves. You know, I don't know anybody who's black who come up studying cotton. Like, we all got that in our psychosis, like, leave cotton alone. You know, we wear it, but we don't know anything about it or the industry, you know, because of the history, you know. And and strange fruit, we all know what strange fruit is. So we're definitely disconnected from the tree because most people are involved in consuming flesh and animals or staying away from nature, you know, not dealing with the plants anymore. You know, it, it was a it was a um, a psychic attack to get us scared of the nature and the environment that we lived in, you know. And tree of life, I'm really going to talk about the tree of life at this event, man, because wow. oh, boy, yeah, it's oh, boy, it's well, well, be I, nice. I don't say anything. <laughs> Don't say. I'm I, I definitely would like to be there. I, if I can, I will make it. When is the event? This weekend? This Saturday, Saturday the 22nd. That's right, featuring uh Syntex, which I implore everybody to check out right now. You know, y'all go on Instagram, type in S I N T E X Graffiti, um, and then my brother Asa um is on there to Asa Hotel Bay, and um. If you go on Instagram, you're going to find um, a lot of his artwork, um, his mural that he's done, and they're they're just amazing. They're just amazing, and they tell a beautiful story. I know you may be um, – I have one more question, and then um, – but this uh, what you were just speaking on with the cotton. You recall when the Reverend Benjamin – and Benjamin means in Hebrew, um, son of my right hand, or son of the south. The south represents, um, if I'm not mistaken, the pillar of um, Jakim again, the masculine energy. But he okay. was up there. He, he remember he spit blood until nonetheless it had to be a, a white cotton handkerchief. Right. And then that's when they were introducing um, that into the church. But also right after that, the next thing. Uh, that was that I recall, you know, the dude he had passed, and mm-hmm. they said that um, it, that was that was Benjamin uh, Turner, the father of Sam Turner. He he passed, right. and they said it would be best for him Matt to go back to the field, and then Matt the pricked his finger. Then and he, when he pricked his finger, on the white cotton. Yeah. So That's what, right. what what does I mean? The, what is the symbology behind that? Cause, I mean, I I saw it. I was just like. You know, what, what oh, that's exactly that? what I was talking about in, in, in regards to creating the fear through the plants. You know, what, why was he coughing into the cotton? Because he was sick, because he was cancerous, because he does not have the proper physiology to sustain what's inside this particular environment, right? Okay, the only way that he's going to be able to outlive somebody who does live in this environment 
is if you make that person disconnect from the environment that's going to allow them to proliferate and grow and, and stay alive. And you do that by creating fear with it. So him coughing the blood into the cotton and then dying and then switching him from the book, from the knowledge, from the wisdom, back to the field, where then initially he got pricked, he got cut. Yeah, he put the blood into the cotton. So he passed that, he passed that, he cursed him. In in essence, mm-hmm. that was what what the intention was, you know. And that just with the fear implementation with the blood, and that goes into our right. Well, when we view it, oh, okay. I didn't see the last part of the movie, the last fifteen minutes. I heard that um, they caught Nat Turner, or whatever. Well, you know, I know the story, and then they hung him and everything from tree and skinned him alive. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, yes, yeah, and used his gristle for like uh, the, the grease for the the carts. Exactly, the and what's going on carriages. Melanins. Now this this uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> you already know that that's what they were talking about right there. Um, exactly. I'm I actually have connected with um some of uh, Nat Turner's actual family. Um, and I have some information um, that I'm going to be integrating into the presentation that I'm going to unveil that day as well. Um, but, and, they, and they seconded he was never a slave. Like, the reason why I say is because I know it. I've heard from the family that he, he was not a slave. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was a land situation, just like I mentioned. So I'm going to have more particular information when I break this down and when the DVD is available and the video is available, everybody will be able to partake, you know, in it. No but uh, I hate to cut it short, but I got I got a couple other things I got to do when I'm getting ready for this thing Saturday. Um, I hope I was able to provide you know some some keen insight, and I know you you know you laid a beautiful uh, some beautiful groundwork at the beginning. So I look forward to rebreathing that also because I know it's going to be archived by tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'm gonna work on it tonight, and then I'll probably put it up. It's gonna be archived as soon as I'm uh, I close out, and I will put it on YouTube probably um by tomorrow or on Thursday and be up there on Dr. Alene's page. Perfect, perfect. So we're gonna do um we're gonna do Saturday, October twenty second, Sankofa Life Center, um specifically one eight seven three four Woodward Avenue, Detroit, Michigan. Um, you can reach out to me at luvgreenlife at gmail.com, um, Kamani Tate on Facebook, or KT the Arch Degree on Instagram for any further inquiries. Um, and I want to thank you once again, brother, for having me on tonight. Um, I wish I had more time because I got so many more points to cover. But, um, you know, like I said, yeah. man, I'm going to be able to let it all out in a couple days, and it will definitely be recorded for the people, okay? Yeah, I thank you for, as well for you know coming through and giving us some of that light and and spending some time with us and most definitely gonna have you back on the on the flip after you do uh, after you do the um the event over the weekend probably weekend after next I mean the week after next Tuesday okay. I, I'll get in touch right. with you and whatnot and let you know and uh, I, I, it's been an honor you know what I'm saying uh, I appreciate you stopping by and honor's all mine brother. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Love is love. I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. Peace. All right. That was KT, the artist. Great. Give thanks to the brother for coming through.
and really giving some uh, some of that input on. And it, I mean, it's like I said, he's a highly intelligent brother. More more information is going to be brought to the table at that event over the weekend. And if you can make it, get there, get there, and and um, I'm trying to tell you, the first time I heard the brother speak, at, I mean, I, I checked out some of the the YouTube, but seeing it live and in, in the presentation right there in front of your face, and then you know, what I'm saying he's speaking it. Yeah, that brother got some. Got the, the spirit is with him. You know, what I'm saying he's going to utilizing it properly. You know, what I'm saying um, he comes from a, a very a prolific family when pertaining to metaphysics, health, and all angles of that reality. You know, what I'm saying the conscious, so-called conscious reality. The brother is, is beyond. He, he's good brother. And I get thanks for him stopping by um, and, and really sharing some of that information, giving us some of that information tonight. Um, it, it was a uh, very powerful where he was speaking on, um, you know, I just, I didn't know that, um, uh, as far as the birth date of, um, uh, of Nat Turner coincides with that, um, with the Jubilee thing that they have going on and everything. That is, uh, you know, that's how this reality is. The ultimate reality is far greater in its potential, in its potential the power of this ultimate reality, the true reality, you know what I'm saying? What we're looking at is superimposed. It's, a, it's like it's a veil, you know what I'm saying? It's something that we have to move so we can get through that curtain. And then there again, that's that, that's that Eden from God right there. So we got to, they're covering up our spine, basically, the conduit of that energy, that electromagnetic energy to get back to where it's going properly. So it was a scene within the um the movie where um where he where Nat Turner initially met um uh, Chiriana and she was in behind she was in that uh, on the wagon and he 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 opened up the wagon and he peeped through both you know so he was right there the conduit of that energy going to the other side looking at through the partition of the veil of Isis and seeing Isis he was like you know he loved her as soon as he met her he knew. That was his so-called like soulmate or whatever. That that that's that uh, those two energies connecting. You know what I'm saying? So the movie is very powerful metaphysically. You know, from a subconscious point of view, uh, Nate Parker or Nat Parker, you know, he may even be, you know, the reincarnation of Nat Turner. And he wants to, uh, you know, convey that that message message to the melanated community. That you know, we have different means of what we call technology, and if we use it properly through with spiritual truths, then it can guide or guide us back into our moral authority. You know, what I'm saying moral authority. So when scientific knowledge and, and the applied technology reach that level of advancement without being informed by the spiritual truths or the spiritual ultimate realities then what will take place is what's going on now, chaos, mentally, you know, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. You know, you got all these different, like the GMOs, we have these different, uh, you know, these things that they introduced to us, the chemtrails, these heart systems, these different vibrations of lower intent that are somewhat like evil, what we would call evil. Yet the, the Jews or this Judaistic um, template of power don't care about the evil or the good side of it. All they're really looking at is the power within it. 
So they they would do anything to keep that power going, even give us a semblance of what truth is by way of the interpretation within movies. They, I mean, they they funded the movie. Who owns Hollywood? Of course, Jews whatnot, right? So they funded this movie, basically. And then they went like, brother, just put on the table. And they, they went and they actually, it was a movie back in the day called, uh, what was it, The Top Five that Chris Rock was in. And uh, KT was just breaking it down. I'm just going off the way he did, but and, and, but in the movies it came out in 2012. Um, basically, Chris Rock or whatever was a comedian, somebody was flopping out. He decided to make a realistic movie. It's called Dirty Bookman, or it's called Uprise, based on Dirty Bookman from the Uprising in, in Haiti. But inside of that movie was another movie called Boo that was uh came out at the same time as Uprise movie um that was um basically uh. A, a life story of Dirty Bookman came out at the same time. The boo was, was with Medilla. Now, guess what movie just came out this year in real time or whatever? The movie called Boo with Medilla. And it was it's the same type of movie, which is basically um, Breath of a Nation just dropped. And it's going against Breath of a Nation. So, Boo. And they say birth of a nation flopped or whatever in the theater. It may have, I don't know. Uh, I mean, $7 million for the first weekend, like the brother was mentioning, it's kind of low, but that just may be a number that they just threw out there, you know, so catch our attention and say, oh, it ain't nothing worth to go through. But yet still, if you go in there and you look at this movie from a spiritual and from an intelligent point of view, I mean, and the emotions will get drawn into it. I did my emotions. The first couple of scenes, I was like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? You know, it just opened up my eyes to, I mean, you know, we study and everything, seeing a visual, and we didn't have the dreams, too. So I know some of us have had the dreams of uh, past lives and, and opening up those doors or the Akashic records or whatnot and seeing those solar memories, maybe. So, you know what I'm saying? You up there and you see it from a different interpretation and seeing it from somebody else's um, point of view of their personality and how they may have went through those exchanges. You know, it, like I said, the brother may be Nat Turner on the on the uh, reincarnate type thing or incarnate. Like I gotta go back and, and, and let people know through technology what the spiritual truth is, so that we can regain the the matriarchal type of authority or have both energies in the plan properly in this planetary on this planetary civilization. So that we can continue as who we are in in its proper um, perspective. Not you know the way it's, it's looking right now. The God is God is woman. God is the womb of man. You know what I'm saying? So the way it looks right now, the woman's mentality is so drawn to an outer perspective of of an answer, whereas the woman is the nurturing um, truth. Of our reality, without the woman, we wouldn't have math. We wouldn't have uh, the lettering system or, or what we call literature. We wouldn't have none of the several seven liberal arts. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't have anything that would be participating with beauty and and bringing understanding and bringing about a order of or you know that or a system that is away from the aggressive nature or the um, the linear mind of man, where we we have to 
go about things as far as the masculine energy is concerned. We go about things from that ABC. Uh, you know, if I got if I got so many um, so many wrongs, then that's what it's going to be. That is just going to be wrong. You know, what I'm saying, and we're not trying to write it. We just get used to substantiating our wrongs and saying it is right, and we always have an excuse. You know, what I'm saying, so, but that woman being authoritative and nurturing, she gives us a, a conclusion and an answer by the end of the day saying, no, uh-uh, get up, we need food, we need clothes. I'm, you know what I'm saying, going to lay down these laws, but you go out there and you take care of this. So when she, she gave him the heads up and was like, yeah, I'll give you permission. I pray for an answer. I pray for someone to come and help. You know, that is showing how powerful and like the brother was mentioned, it was a solar eclipse. When he looked up and the other brother, I think his name was Isaiah, looked up and they seen that solar eclipse. It's like, okay, and Isaiah means Yahweh is salvation. You know what I'm saying? So Yahweh is salvation is the same as Yahshua. Yahshua means uh, there's salvation in God or salvation in Yahweh. Yahshua is the um, Hebrew name of Jesus. We go into the whole lineage of uh like Jokan and Boaz then ties and relates back to Judah or Jedediah and um and um the then Jesus or Yeshua being um King David and um also Jedediah or Judah, I mean um Jacob. Jacob let me get to my notes here. Jacob represents um uh, I mean, there's a lot going on with it. Jacob was uh, is is relating to Jachin, where Jachin means he will establish. But also, like Boaz, is found it represents the bloodline. Boaz represents um, the bloodline of of David, where you have um, Boaz meaning uh, strength of swiftness also, and Jaquim meaning he will establish. So Boaz was the son of Solomon, a descendant of Nashon, right? So when you go through the lineage, um, the pillar of Boaz represents the tribe of Judah due to the fact that King David, who is the great-grandson of Boaz, and from his bloodline there is Solomon, and then later came Jesus Christ. So therefore the pillar of Boaz represents the tribe of Judah, through the bloodline of King David, then King Solomon, and down into Jesus Christ. And you can get the whole genealogy is in Matthew 1, chapter 1, verses 1 through 17, the whole genealogy of Jesus, or Yeshua, Messiah, or the Messiah age, the Christ consciousness age, where we are leaving the third dimensional type of reality going into the fourth density, or the third density going into the fourth density, where mind more intact, and then we go into the fifth density where mind and physical are intact, but where thought and the exactation of that thought is, is readily um, penetrated and then performed. So that's uh, is basically the point of singularity. So what? So the genealogy of um, of Jesus or Yeshua and that name Isaiah, you know, what I'm saying basically all the names in this movie were biblical names. You, you got. Simon, Isaac, Isaiah, uh, Johanna, Abigail, Benjamin, uh, Nat, you know, Nathaniel. And all I was missing is uh, Paul, Peter, and Ringo.
Ringo Starr. You had the whole cast of the Beatles, right? Or Capado Rock. No doubt. But basically, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, you want to look at the, um, the whole other lineage of uh, how Jedediah and Jedi basically was three three different um, priesthoods that's uh, within the Old Testament. You have uh, the priesthood of uh, Jedediah, Jehoiud, and Jachin. All these three names are, are priesthoods that was in within, uh, like I said, the Old Testament. But the name Jedediah was only mentioned once in the whole Bible. And guess who mentioned it? And guess who was named Jedediah? Jedediah was given to Solomon by way of a prophet named Nathan. So Nathaniel means God gives. This is in Second Samuel um, um, chapter 12. Verse twenty-five, where where Nathan named Solomon Jedediah, or also um, pronounced Bediah, which means servant of Yah. And again, what is the two pillars? Two pillars is one pillar is of strength on servitude, basically, and the other is of mercy and love. When we're speaking in the Kabbalistic Hebrew sense of um, Gevarah, meaning um, strength and servitude. And then to side meaning love and mercy. So we're looking at what they call slaves or whatever or servants. But one of the one something else that stood out to me inside the movie is towards the end when um uh Isaac and Isaac means he who laughs. Isaac was the um was that was the the house nigga or whatever, the one in the house and stuff. And he came out there and he said, uh the God that they serve is a God of love. And then Nat Turner said, also is a God of wrath. So there we have strength and sympathy again, dealing with um, Boaz, meaning strength, but also because that Boaz is the um, left pillar, the feminine representation, the representation, that's the dark, but also that's the, um, the, the feminine energy, the matriarchal energy, and then the right pillar being the pillar of um, strength, and that would be Rav, and that's um, that's um, Jaquin, all right? So we have Matthew or um, or Ma'at over here, and then we have Jaquin over over Matt. Matthew is, is just, is again, Jasad. That's in, we're dealing with the Kabbalistic tree of life as well as the Patanative and the Metanetis. So we have on the, the um, right-hand side, and this is super, but that means we're going to flip it around to where the right arm, if I was looking in the mirror, would look like it's on the left-hand side, but the, you know what I'm saying, or whatnot. So this um, left arm is the feminine um, representation, whereas the right, and the left arm is representing, again, my eye. The right arm is representing um, uh, what would be called on the partner chill, the met, in the metaneta, the book, or, or the, uh, divine word is um, Harukati. Harukati is on is the fifth spirit, you know what I'm saying, and then um, Ma'at is the fourth spirit. So four and five equals nine, born in Haru, uh, Ma'at Haru, Matthew. So these two hurricanes, these two spiraling, you know what I'm saying, cyclones going in 
opposite direction, they are they are um, unified yet against. You know what I'm saying? They have two different polarities, yet they correspond and they connect or they, they unify and bring about harmony together. Haru mind. You know what I'm saying? And that's another uh, aspect of the higher self in its uh, resurgence back into its um, higher state of awareness and, and consciousness through those different exchanges of those, those two energies. So when we look at, again, going back to Boaz, Boaz, um, before I, uh, I don't want to just leave you out there, but so Jedediah um, is, um, well, the name Jedediah was given to Solomon by Nathan, and it's only mentioned once in the Bible. So Nat or Nathan was a prophet. Nathan was a prophet, again, that gave Solomon, who is Solomon, you know what I'm saying, the Temple of Solomon, the Temple of Man. They never did find any stone of the Temple of Man. So they say Nebuchadnezzar came through and burnt down everything, leaving no type of evidence that there was ever a Temple of Solomon. And we remember in the movie The Matrix, The Matrix uh, showed uh, uh, what was the name of the ship? Nebuchadnezzar, right? And where was they going, though? To Zion. Where were they going in um, the birth of a nation? They were going to Jerusalem, the city of peace, the same as in as Zion, basically. Zion means the mountaintop but, or the Venus, you know what I mean? But Basically, it's the same thing. The city of peace are going to another place to gain, with, to get weapons, to battle the lower self or to battle the enemy, you know what I'm saying, that has has, uh, has uh, tried to take over the land or the indigenous, the indigenous people. And what, what was one of the, the scriptures that the brother spoke, uh, uh, Nat Turner spoke was, he said, let um, and God, let God, um, he said, what did he say, let the enemy, let thine enemy be God's enemy, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know what I'm saying? There's a, a lot going on in that movie other than, um, you know, just just with the politics behind who wrote it, the politics behind the actors and everything. All that is in the playing together, yes. Yeah, the storyline, even if the brother didn't know what he was doing, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, with the, the bloodlines with uh of King, um, well, of Solomon, or basically on uh, the bloodline of Jesus, Yahshua being on on uh, the side on on one side as far as uh, Jachim is concerned. I mean, Boaz is concerned. The Boaz is uh, again. Let me get back to it. Boaz uh, is is the um, son of Solomon, and Solomon. Is a, was the descendant of Nassan, and Nassan is the leader of the tribe of Judah during the years of the wanderings through the desert. So in the book of Ruth, it closes up with the analogy of King David, who was the great-grandson of Boaz. And from that bloodline was born um, Solomon, and then later came Jesus. So again, you, Matthew 1, chapter 1, 1 through 17. Now, all this is allegorical again. Remember, all this is allegorical, but... You can check that out on in Matthew or Mahaturu one one seventeen, and that that equals um one plus seven is eight plus two is ten, so that's completion. One is zero. All right, then you go into um 
Boaz, um, Boaz, the, to the note strength as well as to do honor to the memory of the eminent ancestor of Solomon that this pillar was called Boaz. Right, so in him is strength, which here may be applied to God and man, Boaz. But um, it generally alludes to the superior spiritual wisdom that which testifies of his God-like origin. So in him is strength. That's the um, the masculine. I mean, that's the feminine energy, and the strength is coming from the ma- the feminine energy, though, because we come through forth from a woman, the womb of man. Yeah. What 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 is I think one of the last statements that um that um it was a it was a scripture. No, he was he was actually speaking to the people. He said, um, our ancestors are and unborn children rejoice. He said, we ain't we ain't dead. We are alive. He said, um, we are alive with the supernatural powers of God. We will uh, straighten our backs against. The ungodly. Straighten our backs. What's in our back? Our spine. Right? So that spine, the conduit of energy, he said, within the supernatural powers of God, within even and for God with the left and right, the supernatural powers of God, we will straighten our backs, our spine. We will have that energy go straight back up our spine against the ungodly. So the different exercises that we'll be talking about, you know what I'm saying, you know, we... I ain't fascinated with Qigong and Tai Chi and like that. It's not a something that I'm addicted to or something that I worship. It's just something natural. So we got we got them three ends again: natural, necessary, and normal. We find things that normal to be, you know, everyday. You know, watching TV. You know, everybody do it is normal. You know what I'm saying? Then we got things that's necessary that take the place of what's natural because now that I've done so much of this other stuff, it's necessary to go these other routes. So it's necessary for these other things to take place. But when we have what's natural, like breathing, you know what I'm saying, taking place, then what will naturally take place externally, a beautiful reality. I mean, that tree there for a reason. They, they did, like the brother was saying, that turned it, they hung the well, they hung us from a tree called a strange fruit. Now we back away from fruit. Oh, hung on them fruit, give me that pig. They smacked us in the, the you know what I'm saying, with this whip, giving a whiplash. Now why they call it the car accident whiplash anyway. So they they slap us with this thing or whatever and then they say, Eat this slop and forget about your heritage, your natural self. Now this is normal. You know, this other stuff is normal now. And some people find it necessary. What you mean don't eat meat? You know, I got to get my protein, but naturally speaking, you know, that is a normal reaction, you know what I'm saying? But naturally speaking, what do we really need? What is necessary? You know what I'm saying? So it has been a transition mentally. I'm going to have to look into that, um, what it was called a neurocinematics, because basically when we do operate under the spectrum or under the light of television, remember television, telling lies to our vision, Tell means to speak. Vision means uh, it's a um, a visual, you know, something that we see. So that's that's auditory speaking and vision, you know, seeing. So that's left and right brain activity. So if we are externally gaining that information and it's bridging into the left and right brain, they got us fixed 
on some type of, uh, you know, we can say a drug like a television, just by way of just the title alone, we are we are fixed into a reality that is not necessarily our necessary or or natural reality. So yeah, like I said, I'm not, you know, I don't worship qigongs and and all that stuff, but the qigongs and bringing that energy back up properly and doing things like meditate, deep breathing, yoga, or whatever, you know, tying both reality, yoga, yoke, you know what I'm saying, comes from the, the um, Sanskrit word, um, yuka, if I'm not mistaken, meaning to bring back together. You know what I'm saying? So when we're dealing with religion, religion also basically means the same thing. Re means to back or, you know what I'm saying, again, and then ligar coming from the Latin or the Greek um, to mean to tie. So to tie back, so it, there again is yoga. But when we're dealing with religion in the perspective of just basically the myth or the information and the ritual without the, the key or the metaphysics behind it, well, then we're just going to be caught up on that normal necessary, not the natural. Because we gotta deal, when we're dealing with religion, it means to tie back. So we t- what are we tying back to? We're tying back to spirit. What is spirit? Spirit is Latin for breath or, you know, to breathe. So when we're tying back to spirit, we're tying back to the intelligence that brought us in the first place that is always going to be within us. This is just a vessel, a vehicle. But when we lose touch of what's going on inside, then we lose touch of what's really taking place on the external. We believe what's going on on the external is the true reality. So within that movie, it was a lot of information that was bridging those aspects of the, what the tree of life is as far as Kambala or even the Metanetra is concerned. But I, when I heard them singing the song, you got a right to the tree of life, I was like, whoa, hold on. You know what I'm saying? We got the right to travel, basically. You know what I'm saying? We got the right to be natural, basically. You know what I'm saying? So, once again, you know, this is this is our take on this, how I see it from my own perspective. I know the brother's going to bring it this weekend in Detroit. He gave the information. You guys, if you can make it, I'm going to post this on YouTube. It's going to, the archive is going to be there. Come and listen to it, get his information. Oh, yeah, as well as um, last week, I had the good brother Supi on here. And uh, a lot of uh, what we were speaking on um, did not get I had audio, I had some audio um, difficulties, technical difficulties last week. So his his email address, brother Sufi, is matabu. Okay, I'm just gonna is matabu lozani at gmail dot com. Um, his email is m a t l a b u l f a w z a n i at gmail dot com. His number is two six seven eight one nine. Nine two three two. You can get in touch with that brother. Um, that would be his best contact. And forgive me for um not having that on the information on there. It was a lot of questions that um were cut in half. I was pressing mute on my phone, not knowing at that time that it was um also pressing mute on his because I didn't want my the background to be in, in inside of uh, his answers or whatnot where I was at at home at that day. So I'll press mute, not knowingly, it was also pressing mute on his on his uh, answers due to the fact that he was coming from um uh what was it on um, Google Google Chat or whatnot 
and I was on Blog Talk, so the, we had two different audio sources. But um, basically, that's how you can contact that brother right there. But if you're in Detroit over the weekend, um, you know, check out the good brother KT, the art degree over there. He's going to be dropping it. I can imagine, you know what I'm saying? He said he's going to come from every angle, cultural, ancestral, metaphysical, spiritual, you know, and he really going to bring it because uh, we ain't really, we, he ain't really want to, he ain't give up too much of the ghost tonight, you know what I'm saying? He ain't going to sell himself. So as far as what the information he's going to be bringing this weekend, which I, I understand. So I had a few questions that he answered before I could even get him out, but that's that's how the intelligence moves. You know what I'm saying? It was good to um, be able to build with the brother and everything. I'm going to get uh, Brother Sufi back on here, too, so we can get those other questions answered because it, it really tied into everything else he was bringing to the table and part itself on that again. But, yeah, that movie, uh, this movie, Birth of a Nation, talking about the indigenous people and how we have always had this, uh, this interconnection with the land. We are here. We always been here. You know, um, like the first scene, the first scene, they were, like the brother said, KT said, you can't tell if they were the African or not. But I think the the, the Hogong or the high priest would not say uh, he has the mark of the ancestors. He's, he's like this boy, is a, he, he has a, uh, he's been given a gift. You know, Daniel again means God has given. You know what I'm saying? God has given a gift. You know, so. Where's the, where's the gift? The gift of life, the gift of the tree of life, the gift of that energy. When utilized properly, you have all those abundant other gifts, you know, the gift of prophecy, the gift of uh, uh, discerning between the spirits, all those gifts, you know what I'm saying? The, the gift of, of knowledge, basically, of, of, of understanding as well and of wisdom. He had that those three spots right there in the solar plexus, you know what I'm saying? That's representing, if, if you look at it properly, you know, defeating those lower demons, the four lower demons, they're connecting at the heart to where the Haru going into, um, or Al going into Sakim and then Ku and Ba, or basically, you know, the the heart going back into the the voice from the abundance of the heart, the what the mouth or the tongue speaks. So Haru and Tahuti, when Haru the light or, or, you know, the active energy is utilized properly. The active energy also is Herekotu and Aru is one of the main colors is red. Red is the active energy, but also red is the color of the root chakra or the lower base energy. So that red energy, the lowest color of the spectrum or the rainbow, is the one that we utilize a lot of in our activity throughout the day, the serotonin, you know what I'm saying? But when we can bring it back up to the heart level midway point, that green, that natural color or, or whatnot, and, and when, when it comes back in to the heart realm or the solar plexus realm, then we have Ab going into Sakim. Sakim is also uh, the the word of power within um, within um, uh, Washington uh, language. The uh, Washington language um, is uh, Sakim. It means chief, but basically that's uh, the chief speaks words of power. You know what I'm saying? So Shakim or Sakim, it's a spiritual rep- representation of how this energy of Haru, the light, comes up to the throat chakra or the parathyroid, the thyroid gland, and then when and it's fused properly, gives off that wisdom, Tahuti. Then when it goes into the Ku, the, um, this area right here, this, that's the spiritual realm in the lactation or the, uh, the pituitary gland region. It reconnects that 
with the heart, and then the heart, the where the solar plexus region, where we have the thymus gland, thymus gland producing T cells for immunity. You know what I'm saying? For health, good health goes back into the parathyroid thyroid gland. So that energy, you know, the thyroid is very important. You got all the minerals that we need, and you know, saying or whatnot, it breaks down in there. You know, there's a lot going on with the thyroid gland. Then it goes back to the pituitary gland. Of course, there's a lot going on with that. The human growth hormone, all that, then it goes into the body, the pineal gland. And, of course, there's a lot going on with the pineal gland, all those other hormones and everything, melatonin being produced. So all these, all these that, those three different things, that's going into a health um, perspective of life, the tree of life. You know what I'm saying? Health is not only just participating with the physical, it's participating with the spiritual. All of it is interconnected. So you have the spirit again that creates the mind. The mind creates the physical body. When there is a disconnect of body and spirit, then the mind go crazy. So when they told us that we were slaves and we came over here on ships and all that, that's what the first disconnect. Then when they told us, you know, well, y'all were slaves, y'all came over here on ships, or well, y'all came over here on ships, whatever. We came over here on ships, and then now you we slaves. Then they start whipping us and tell us, this is what you got to believe. Now we got these external values that we believe in that give, is basically just given to us now. Here, everybody can have a phone. It's called the Obama phone. Obama means blessed, right? Or Baraka means lightning. Obama means blessed. So they bless us with this Obama phone. We're walking around saying, bless this phone. Give thanks to this phone. I mean, right now, give thanks because, yeah, we are corresponding in a higher reality, an ultimate reality. So give thanks to that. We bring in light, ultimate reality, you and all. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's light within the matter. Well, ma'at, er. So that the mother energy can be fused properly, mother, matter, you know what I'm saying? So ma'at, er, going back to ma'at, ma'at, haru. And what was her other name? It was Madison, right? Or, or the wife of uh, the queen that he said, she said, you can call me what you want to. He's like, you can call me, I call you queen. And I almost brought a tear to my eye. Well, there's a tearjerker right there. But, but basically, her name was, uh, they said Abigail, and he said, who's Madison or whatever. But her name was Madison. That's the name that her mother gave her. But that's my aunt's son. So my aunt's my, my, my son or whatnot. Son meaning in uh, Metaneta means brother. My aunt means, uh, again, truth. So the brother of truth. So Madison is the brother of truth. You can look at it like that, or you can put the ET on it and make it sunnet, making the sister of truth. But when balancing both realms, because Ma'at also means balancing, or um, Ma'ati means to balance both sides. All right, so if we're looking at it like that, the balancing of the brother, you know what I'm saying? So the brother came in, Nat Turner came in and balanced um, some of that chaotic situation that was taking place in the South at that, at that moment. And due to uh, due to the frivolities of, of you know the the European, but also how the South was starting to deplete because, like brothers mentioning, the railroads are coming in, so they're going into the industrial age and they're starting to move up top. So they they don't need so-called 
the indigenous people or the slaves, whatever they were talking about, the indigenous people to work the land as much. And the indigenous people, it was less of them because a lot of us were starting to migrate to the north. So they had less workers and, you know, and, and a lot of the workers were getting disgruntled because they had more work. You know, so the movie really moved the emotion somewhat, you know what I'm saying, but the energy emotion rise when it uprises properly, you know what I'm saying. So do, do some more research on it yourself as far as uh, Jokan and because um, remember, Jokan was a hurricane last year, October 3rd to the 5th in South Carolina. This year we got Matthew, you know what I'm saying. So we are dealing with uh, um, with these so-called elite, the littles that are dealing with rituals, our, our ancient ways, you know what I'm saying, of right. Our rights of passion. Ritual means a right or rich, you know what I'm saying. So, like he was saying, what do they do? They write scripts. You know, it's a written script. So, like, when we write affidavits, we have to go in there and rewrite these affidavits and take them to these courtrooms so that they know that their ritual ain't working. We have to have something to, you know, pretty much counterbalance that lower end um so what they're trying to do as far as in co- keeping us in control, and we have something to counterbalance that with our truths, our affidavits, you know, our words of truth. So affidavit, you know what I'm saying, David, you know, of David. Af means of, basically, of David. David means uh, the beloved son, you know what I'm saying? All right, so of the beloved son, even if it's an allegory, what is the, who is the beloved son? The beloved son is the more, or is, is the black man, basically, is us, you know, the indigenous people, the people of color is the beloved son. Now, they ain't just going to come out and say, you know, this is y'all's land, y'all can have it back. No, they don't want that. They want, they, they, I mean, as far as, like, a civil upheaval or something like that, like the movie Purge was um, basically uh, trying to portray, you know, where people just going out and doing stuff like that. But Purge means to purify. You know, so don't look at it in a way of murder or whatever. We have to purify from within. So things on the external will also be purified as well. And if it gets to, it, it may get to that point to where what is polluting our internals has to be has to come out in a chaotic way. You know what I'm saying? So you know what's what's taking on in media and all these other things that's been taking place with police brutality. Yeah, we have a threshold that we can only go so far, you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is now. Is that going to take place? Is it going to be uprising? Is it going to be some type of physical upheaval, a civil unrest where, you know, that's yet to be seen, you know what I'm saying? What's natural, what's normal, what's necessary, you know what I'm saying? We can look at it in all different angles, you know, it has been a, a a blessed night, though, a blessed, blessed, you know, we're not dealing with the blood on the wall, though, but everything is everything, you know what I mean? So we're just going to keep it moving. Um, I enjoyed I enjoyed the um, the bill with the brother, the K, uh, KT, the arts degree. Um going to bring him back in a couple of weeks to, um, to get the other side of the information. You know, he said he's going to bring it, you know, I know I, I touched on the tree a little bit, but from my own perspective, like I said, I just got these notes tonight. I thought about Matthew and Jaquin. I spoke on it. I spoke on Jaquin last year in one of the blogs uh, and how it relates to the tree of life. Or as far as that hurricane was uh, called Jaquin, I think it's the 
Spanish derivation and then, you know, looking into it and researching and seeing how it did uh, correlate with um, Jachim or Yachim as far as um, Yahweh has established and that being the, the father of Mary and then also how see, that goes into the um, um, being uh, Mary being the mother of Jesus and the bloodline or whatnot. Involved in that, and we all know who the blood. The bloodline is us. It's, it's us in general. You know, it's indigenous as individuated to itself. That's the entirety of the universal planetary um, system. You know, what I'm saying all things are. You know, so we're going into Christ consciousness, and that, that will be the sixth, um, the sixth um, dimension, basically. So. As we are progressing, you know, into ourselves and transitioning and, and all these things are taking place physically, externally, we do have to have a better uh, a better grasp of who we are by way of information. You know, some of the information ain't necessarily good information. There's so much going on. It is the information age, the crazy age. So some of this information is out here is not necessary. It's normal. But it's natural, you know. So we should always look at what is mostly, most definitely natural. You know, what I'm saying natural goes back to netir. You know, what I'm saying so, like the mop. You know, when we talk about medu netir, we get the word natural or nature from netir. Netir means divine. You know, what I'm saying so when we're dealing with what's divine, what's holy, we're dealing with what's godly. You know, what I'm saying we're dealing with what's righteous. Nature, you know, saying these these ancient words. If we go back into our etymology, or our etymology, instead of just dealing with the connotation of what of how it is delivered to us, then we will see answers. We will see ancestors. We will see our lineage. We will see our truths, and we will see how we can collectively come together as one and defeat these external demons. But as long as we do agree with certain circumstances. And it's going to be what it's going to be. And, and, you know, and that agreement, that collective agreement is why the tree is over there and we over here. You know what I'm saying? We need to be hugging that tree, right? You know, that tree is taking in all that carbon dioxide and converting it to oxygen. That inner play is right there for a reason. We are spitting out those toxins, and that tree is inhaling it, and it's changing it and giving us life. So that tree of life, you know what I'm saying? So that's going on within us at all times and without us at all times, as above, so below. Move and earth, light and water. You know, move earth, move water, earth, light. You know, so we need to really be putting light and water into our tree. That's all that tree needs is a little sunlight, a little water. That's it. And it's going to survive. What will make us so much different if it's taking in our toxicity and we take in this toxicity and we live off of that off of the oxygen. It can't it can't live off the oxygen. It takes it in, breathes back out. Takes in the carbon dioxide, converts it to oxygen. We take in the oxygen, convert it to carbon dioxide. Right. So that's the exchange of what's going on right now. We are those trees. We strange fruit or whatever that's hanging from the tree, but not in this in the sense that they try to give to us as far as um the Willing Dent syndrome is concerned. This is Eugenics at its best. This is the changing of our and genocide at its best too. It's the changing of our genetic coding by way of fear in place of love. The spirituality. The spirit is breath again. When we breathe properly and we loving ourselves. 
if we can love ourselves, then we can love everyone externally as well. It has to be a balance, though. You know, there, there must be a balance in all things, and that's where that Maatian type of perspective comes into play, and where chaos is um, pretty much balanced by order. You know what I'm saying? Chaos is creation. Chaos is what's taking place at all times. You know what I'm saying? We're looking at chaos like it's something disorderly, but chaos turns into order in each given breath when it is when it's done properly. Well, I'm going to go ahead and close out. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's been a blast. Um, get, it, get it going for tomorrow. Get some things right. Um, and I'll see you on the flip, you know? We'll leave with... Uh, Leave out with a couple of tracks because it's the Nagas right here. So good thanks. And um, yeah. see you guys in a couple of couple. Peace, prosperity, protection, and good health. Peace to the God. You already know, man. Yo, yo, yo. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them be killing me, the enemy is close, we both lies on our identity, I feel like he who stepped, architect like M. Hotel, son had the son himself, the guard deadly with the art, I fit dark, with a slit heart, you can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts, standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold, behold the old glimpse that was never untold, infinite like the eight, seven, dwelling in your melon, no felon, though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious, I'm primal, my rhyme suicidal, I worship no idols, my style of the gems going down in a spiral, when you stuck in your root, my intelligence passed my cool. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on the stoop, got scooped and swooped in my loop. Do the knowledge where I conceive, get played like blue. It was the son of a saw, a gift from the gods. Who rules flying through the sky with golden wings. Submerged into the light, knighted by the golden king with the scepter of justice. Melanin cultivating chi until we are Aetherians, finally becoming one with the righteous sun. Solar, souls are raw, magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above. Soul below, the souls just trapped in the lowest depths of hell. Incarnated into 76 trillion cells to break free. We must be refined, masculine and feminine properties combined. The devil is the author of confusion, 183,000 divisions. Denomination sets close schisms and isms. Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical. Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal. Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles. Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness, Mormons versus Seven Day Advances, skeptics, atheists, and agnostics, divine and cosmic tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists. Though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance. Though we crush the head of Leviathan. Battle my control. Suggestion, brainwashing, indoctrination, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and law. In this chessboard game called Life, we've all been pawns. Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. Yeah, ATD, above the dome, 
trap of freedom, of family, tradition, heritage, the missing links, spiritual miracles, the awakenings, the walking sphinx, it's time to eat, food for thought, the metamagician, holy rainwater flows off my altar, channel through the seasons, elevate the reasons, what's the purpose of life to the living, death to the conscious, at the end of days, clash of the titans, zombies running rampant, Christ in the pamper, looking for a lamp, revving at the church, plugging in the amp, rock of the ages, son of the undead, vamping, immortal rage, I bleed red ink on the page, words and truth, no signature, here's the blur, from invisible literature, sitting at the dock of the bay with Otis, having rituals, turn the lights off, he can get real quick, sir, melting pot mix, I'm in search for a fix, walking backwards, looking forwards, patiently waiting, don't ignore it, holding two swords like peace signs, ain't that you would. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.